Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, I have a topic that I think you're going to like, abundance. We're going to be talking about an abundance mindset or an abundance mentality. You know, every month I pick a theme for the month, something that inspires me, something where I focus my attention in terms of what I consume books, podcasts, people that I surround myself with, affirmations, quotes, all the things. And for the month of August, I picked the theme of abundance. I think that having an abundance mentality is so key if we want to feel fulfilled and happy and have win-win relationships in our lives. I was first introduced to this concept when I read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Stephen Covey. I'm going to reference that book today on the episode, and I'm going to share with you what I've learned about abundance and 10 things that you can do to cultivate and embrace an abundance mindset. So let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. One of my favorite quotes is, the mind is everything, what you think you become. And it's so true. Mindset is a critical component of success in life. And today, we're going to be talking about mindset and specifically an abundance mindset. I want to start by sharing with you where I heard this concept for the first time, and that was when I read the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Colby. Dr. Colby does a phenomenal job in creating this framework, this maturity continuum that encompasses and includes all the seven habits that helps us move in our maturity levels until we achieve interdependency. And in his book, he mentions, and at least he introduced to me, this concept on an abundance mentality. There is one of the habits um, that talks about win-win. And in this particular habit, he explains that there's three character traits that are essential to achieve win-win in life. Um, to achieve win-win in relationships, to achieve win-win when you're in a negotiation or in any situation in life. And those are integrity, maturity, and an abundance mindset. I want to touch very quickly on integrity and maturity, but I'm going to really focus today on abundance, the abundance mentality. And so as I mentioned, there's three character traits that are key to develop this win-win, right? And the first one I said is integrity. Um, 
integrity helps us align our actions with our values. When we do this, we can identify what a true win really is. Um, and, you know, being consistent as we move forward in life with our values. Um, that's why integrity also gives us a foundation for trust with others. And if you ever have read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. By habits one, two, and three really help us develop and maintain that integrity. The second character component is maturity. Um, and this is our ability to balance our convictions with the conventions of others. It's also our ability to take long-term view and focus on increasing the standard of living and quality of life for all stakeholders. In his book, um, Dr. Cobby writes, maturity is the balance between courage and consideration. How powerful is that? Um, if a person can express his feelings and convictions with courage, balance with consideration for the feelings and convictions of another person, he is mature, particularly if the issue is very important to both parties. And this is, um, this is such a powerful statement in, in the seven habits of highly effective people. Now, the third trade is the abundance mentality, as he calls it. I'm going to use mentality and mindset interchangeably throughout the, today's podcast episode. But he compares and he says that there's two types of mindsets. There's an abundance mindset and a scarcity mindset. And a scarcity mindset or mentality refers to people that see life as a finite pie. So if one person takes a big piece of that pie, that leaves less for everybody else. Um, a scarcity mindset is what keeps many of us from achieving our goals. You know, unfortunately, most people live in this scarcity mindset and living life as if there's only one limited piece of pie out there uh, and if someone gets that pie, that means that everyone else gets less. It's not a place where you can find fulfillment in life, I personally think. I think it's a place where you typically feel frustrated, where you typically feel that you're not good enough, and it's not a healthy place to be. People that have a scarcity mindset they have tough times uh, sharing recognition and credit and power or profit with others. They also don't feel happy for the success of others because in their minds, that means that if someone else is successful, they can't be successful. And they see resources as limited. On the other hand, an abundance mindset refers to the paradigm that there is plenty out there for everybody. So in contrast to the scarcity mindset, an abundance mindset is when a person believes that there's enough resources to share. Um, it reflects a known zero zoom game um, in game theory that it's possible for all parties to win. It flows from inner confidence and security. That's where stems from. 
Um, when you feel that you don't have to compete with others for resources, for success, for sales, if you are in the sales space, for, for anything in life, then it is more, it's easier to appreciate what you have and to give away something valuable for which others can also benefit from. So someone with a scarcity mindset thinks that if you win, I lose. Someone with an abundant mindset, they think that we all can win. Someone with a scarcity mindset is really protective of knowledge and contacts and um, and compassion. And someone with an abundant mindset is someone that is always happy to share um, knowledge and contacts and compassion. Someone with a scarcity mindset tends to be pessimistic about the future, especially if you know, they typically see like tough times are ahead and they're always trying to look at what are the, the bad things that are coming. Someone with an abundance mindset is more optimistic about the future and it's focused on the fact that the best is yet to come. They live with this mentality thinking that no matter how good life has been so far, the best is yet to come. Someone with a scarcity mindset tends to be entitled and cautious and fearful, where someone with an abundance mindset tends to be thankful, appreciative, and more confident. Um, someone who has a scarcity mindset has a hard time sharing. Um, we talked about this before, but sharing anything, right? It can be knowledge, it can be recognition, it can be success. Someone with uh, abundance mindset tends to be generous with others. Um, finally, someone with a scarcity mindset, they think that they have all the answers. But someone with an abundance mindset is always open-minded to learn and see other perspectives and learn from other people. So when you compare the two, it's very obvious that we all want to have this abundance mindset that if you have an abundance mindset, you're more likely to feel fulfilled in life. So the question is, the million question is, how do you develop an abundance mindset or how do you shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset? And let me say that this is not black and white. There might be situations in life or areas in your life that you have an abundance mindset, and there might be other situations or areas in your life where you tend to have more of that scarcity mindset. So I want to share with you 10 things that you can do to shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset and how to really embrace that abundance mindset and continue to cultivate it. Because I think like everything else, the more you cultivate that type of a mindset, the more that you're going to feel and embrace that abundance mindset. So the first thing, if you want to develop an abundance mindset, is you need to focus on what you have. Someone who has a scarcity mindset always see the limitations ahead 
um, when they see an opportunity, they always look at what can go wrong or all the things that they're missing that will prevent them to grab that opportunity. So instead, I think if you want to cultivate an abundance mindset, you need to focus on what you have instead of thinking of all the things that you're missing, all the things that you currently don't have and get stuck in that, try to focus in what you have. You know, it's like that glass half full versus half empty. An abundance mindset, someone with an abundance mindset sees always the glass half full versus half empty. So instead of focusing on what you're missing, focus on what you already have. And that applies for any situation in life. Let's talk about our careers, right? If you're trying to apply for a job, what happens? A lot of times we look at the job description and as we read through it, we are focusing on all the things in that job description that we currently do not have, all the skills that we don't possess that will prevent us from from even trying to apply for that job. Instead, when you read that same job description, focus on the things that you have. What are the things that you can offer that will add value to that role? And that will change even how you feel about applying for the role, whether you get the job or you don't get the job. But if you get the job, you're going to walk into that role thinking on all the ways that you can add value, all the ways that you can leverage the skills that you have to make the most out of that role versus being worried about all the things that you're missing and continuously compare yourself with others and feeling that, you know, as I mentioned before, not wanting to share any knowledge or not wanting to share anything because you think that if you do, there's going to be less of that for you. So always focus on what you have. Um, I put the example of, of career in, in the context of career, but you can apply this in any context of your life. Always, anytime that you find yourself thinking about what you're missing, what you don't have, shift your perspective and ask yourself, okay, it's fine. I might not have those things, but what do I have? And how can I leverage what I have? The second strategy is recognize the power of your thoughts. If you find that you're getting less than amazing results in any area of your life, or your life, you need to start asking yourself, are your thoughts about this based in fear and scarcity? Are you looking at this area of your life and the conversations that are happening in your head, those stories that you tell to yourself, are they coming from a place of fear and scarcity? If so, then ask yourself, what do I need to do to shift my mindset to an abundance mindset? Write down all those things and maybe even share them with someone for extra accountability. Okay, strategy number three, surround yourself with people that have an abundance mindset. I have said this so many times in this podcast, but you are the combination of the five people that you spend the most time with. 
So maybe it's time to do an audit and look at who are those people and do they have a scarcity mindset or do they have an abundance mindset? You know, you always know those people that are always, they always seem to be positive and they always seem to see the glass half full instead of half empty. Who are they? Who are they in your life? Find them and start spending more time with those people. You know, attitudes wrap up and if scarcity-minded individuals are the type of individuals that you're surrounding yourself with, you need to counter attack that and try to include more people in your life that have more of that abundance mindset. I like this quote from Tony Robbins that says, the quality of a person's life is most often a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. Let me repeat that because this is so powerful. The quality of the person's life is most often a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. So ask yourself, if you look up to the people with whom you spend most time, are there individuals that have an abundance mindset? Are people that will inspire you to continue to harvest and develop and embrace that abundance mindset? Strategy number four, create win-win situations. Someone with a scarcity mindset believes that if one person wins, another loses. So try to create win-win conditions in your life to combat this way of thinking. Look of ways that both parties, you and the other person in whatever interaction you are, um, you both can sense a sentiment of accomplishment and a better feeling about the relationship itself. Consider practicing this both in your personal and your professional life. This often means listening without judgment or trying to criticize others, but fully understanding what a win-win means for both of you. And brainstorming solutions that can satisfy both parties. Okay, strategy number five. You have heard me talk about this one many times before, but here it comes again. Incorporate gratitude into your daily life. Practicing gratitude is one of the most powerful and most widely recognized tools for creating an abundance mindset and happiness. There are a lot of studies that show this power of gratitude has on our well-being. There is a quote from Oprah, Oprah that says, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you will never have enough. How powerful is that quote too, right? Um, I told you, this month, the theme for my month has been abundance. So I've been looking for quotes that help me focus on abundance. So this one, some of the ones that I'm sharing with you today have been some of my favorite ones, but I'm going to repeat this one from Oprah that says, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. If you look at what you don't have, you will never have 
enough. So powerful. There's another quote from Tony Robbins again that says, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. So if you want to get started with this particular practice of incorporating gratitude into your daily life, where or how to start, you can incorporate an easy, quick gratitude practice into your either morning or evening routines. Write down every day three to five things that you're grateful for. Try to focus on things that happen in the last 24 hours versus this grandiose things like I'm alive, I'm healthy, my, you know, those things are things that we should and need to be grateful for. But for this gratitude practice to really create this abundance mindset, you need to focus also on the small things, on the things that just happened the day before. And that is going to make you more open-minded and more looking for blessings every day. And that is going to slowly continue to grow that abundance mindset. Okay. Practice number six, be proactive. Scarcity mindset makes you react to things that are happening to others or around you. So define what you want to achieve and start moving towards your goals. Take responsibility and make things happen. You know, in the seven habits of highly effective people, the very first habit is be proactive. And it's all about taking personal accountability for our actions. And that is so powerful. Strategy number seven, train your mind to recognize possibilities. You know, an abundance mindset is going to allow you to see more in life, more options, more choices, more resources, more success. So that is going to come by training our mind to recognize possibilities. So I think I touched briefly on this one earlier, but when you go into a situation and you start to focus on all the things that can go wrong, when an opportunity comes and you start to think about all the reasons why it will not work, take a pause, like be self-aware that that's going on, that that conversation is going on in your mind and train your mind, train your brain to focus on the possibilities. Think about what can go right. If this opportunity really works out, what that, what would that mean to me, to my life, to the life of those who I love, to success, to my vision? And typically what I find out is that when I start to ask myself those questions, because the way you train your mind, the way that you change your thoughts is by controlling the questions that you ask to yourself. So if you ask questions like, what are the possibilities here? What can go right? If, if this works out, what would that mean? You're going to feel such an excitement that that is going to give you the courage and the strength to go for those opportunities, regardless of the things that can go wrong, because you know that you'll find a way to figure those out. Um, let me give you a quick example. And this one applies to many of the things that I've been talking so far. But 
In the last podcast episode, I mentioned that next month is my birthday. I have a milestone birthday coming, and I had this vision, this dream of doing a virtual conference. And when I was visualizing that virtual conference, I started to think about who would I like to be there? Who do I would like to speak at this conference? And of course, I thought of people that I don't personally know. Um, I thought of friends as well, and those were the first ones to jump on board. But I did identify a few people that I've never met in person, that I've never talked to, but people that I admire. And these are people that are in a different league than what I am, right? Like me coming to them and saying, hey, I'm turning 40. I'm doing this event. Will you speak at my event? You know, the first thing that came to my mind is like, they're going to think I'm crazy. That if they get to read my message, like what are the chances that they're going to read my message? Like I'm no one, like no one knows me. My podcast is so small that it's not going to give me the leverage to ask these people to come and talk at my virtual conference. I was coming from a scarcity mindset where I thought that there was no way that these people will jump on board with this idea, especially when they don't know me. I don't have nothing. I have nothing to offer to them. Not even, not, I mean, nothing, right? So I had to shift my mentality and I start to ask these questions to me of what if it was possible? What would this mean um, to me and to the people that are joining this conference? And that clarity on this vision and thinking about it from an abundance mindset, give me the courage to even send these messages. And I, I was surprised of the amount of people that actually read my message and got back with me. And yes, some of them are going to be traveling or they have other priorities that is not my event and they won't be able to participate. But if you have check the link of the event, which by the way, I, you will find it on the notes of this podcast episode. I'll put it there so you can check it out. There's people that are going to be talking in this event that in a million years, I would have dreamed for them to be in this event. And the only reason that they joined the event is because I took an abundance mindset approach to even having a vision for the for for the event and what could be possible in the event. So if you haven't checked it out, if you haven't get if you haven't grabbed your free ticket, this event is completely free. Please go and grab your ticket because you know, technology has its limits, so there's a limited number of tickets that are available. And I will like for you to have one of them and for you to listen from all these amazing speakers that are going to be sharing their wisdom and their insights with all of us. Okay, back to the topic. Strategy number eight, pick your words wisely. The language that you use has such an impact in your thoughts and your perspectives and ultimately your actions and the way that you see the world. Um, a lot of times 
we are so encouraging towards others, right? We use a lot of positive language when we are encouraging others, but we do totally the opposite with ourselves. And we need to be very self-aware of the language that we use in those conversations and those stories that we're telling ourselves. Because the way that we talk to ourselves and the way that we talk in conversations has a tremendous impact on whether we take a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset. So next time you're talking to someone and you catch yourself saying things like, oh, that would be great, but it's not for me. I'm not, I'm not ready to do that. I'm not capable of do that. I don't know how to do that. Um, you know, there's so many other people that are so much better than I am. When you start catching yourself saying things like that, you need to automatically react, friend. You need to shift your perspective. And that starts by shifting your language and be very picky on the words that you use and try to use words that manifest abundance in your life. Okay, strategy number nine, think like a beginner. An abundance mindset craves learning and growth and requires an underlying knowledge that you don't know everything. That there are things in your life, there are topics in your life that you have not mastered yet. The beginner's mindset is about having the ability to maintain an attitude of openness and enthusiasm um, along with the willingness to override existing preconceptions and judgments, no matter how you learn or experience something, you always can unlearn something and learn something new. You can always expand your knowledge and expand your experience and expand your perspective. Remember when you were starting your career or starting your business or starting that project, you had a beginner's mindset. You were craving learning. You were like a sponge trying to look for people that you can learn from and maybe YouTube videos and you were Googling stuff and you were so hungry for learning. You need to go back to that beginner mindset because people that are starting, people that are beginning, they have this abundance mindset of learning and growing. And that is so key to continue to embrace that abundance mentality. Okay, last but not least, strategy number 10, stop comparing yourself. We talked about this before in the podcast as well. Don't compare yourself with other people because that's a form of competition that is going to make you think that if someone else is successful, you can be successful. You're going to start to compare and start to think and go into this space of, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I can do it as well as he or she does. 
the only person that you should compare yourself to is to yourself, to your old self. Notice how you have changed over time. Notice how much you've learned, how much you've grown. Focus on that. See the the steps that you can take today to be better than you were yesterday. Remember, there is enough, there is plenty out there for everyone. The fact that there's people that is successful out there doesn't mean that you can't also be successful. A lot of times you have an idea, you want to do something, and you're like, well, there's no way I can compete in this space because there's all these people that are so good and I'm no one. You know, that that thought crossed my mind when I was thinking about starting this podcast. I wanted to start this podcast. One of the reasons is because I love podcasts. I was listening to podcasts on my way to work every day and I love them. And I started to see myself doing a podcast. But Every time that I started thinking about starting a podcast, I would think about all the people that I admire that have amazing podcasts out there. And I'm like, I'll never be like them. I'll never be as good as them. Like, I'll never be able to produce the content that they produce. I'll never be able to talk as eloquently as they do. I'll never be able to captivate people's attention like they do. And maybe I'll never do those things, but that doesn't mean that I can't be successful in this space. The Leading Yourself podcast is about to reach 20,000 downloads. I know that for there's people out there that have millions of downloads in their podcasts. And if I start to compare myself to them, I will always think that I'm not good enough and I will be tempted to give up because I have no way to compete with them. Like if someone have to pick a podcast to listen, they probably is going to pick their podcast over mine. But there are 20,000 people that have listened to my podcast. So those are the people that I'm focusing on. I don't care about there's there's plenty for everyone. We all have different strengths. We all have different ways of doing things. And the fact that we are starting, the fact that you might not be as good as someone else, that doesn't mean that you can be the best version of yourself. So don't let comparison drag you into this scarcity mindset. Instead, I'll go back to strategy number one, focus on what you have and leverage what you have so you can continue to cultivate that abundance mindset. Okay, that's what I have for you this week. I hope that you enjoy this week's podcast episode. If you did, do me a favor, go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a review, share this podcast episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope you have an amazing and abundant day and week ahead. And I'll see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.